Matunetar Volume 4, The Alsurian Resurrection, The Initiate's Daily Meditation Guide. Part 1, Chapter 2, on page 57. Alsarian Initiation and Evolution. The Alsarian Initiation System is nothing more than an aid to man's evolution. His physical evolution is complete with the exception of some mental functions and their associated brain structures. No, the final product will not look like a man with an oversized head. What's left of man's evolution is the development of the higher divisions of the spirit. The divine spirit, Ba, Ku, Shechem, the higher mind spirit, Ab, will end morality, lower mind spirit, Shahu, intellect, the life force, Kaibit, emotions, desires, etc. All men have developed the Kaibit, K-H-A-I-B-I-T, life force, part of the spirit, which is the source of the psychological life, psychic functions, and the energy counterpart of emotions, desires, and sensations. The majority of people are now developing the shahu, the intellectual, lower concrete thinking faculty of the spirit. It is here that the thoughts that compose the self-image reside. As you can see from a diagram, it is next to the life force and thus directly affects it and is affected by it. Since the thoughts in it reflect the human self-image in the majority of people, it is the chief field of work in the initiation process. It is here that the consciousness of most initiates in the neophyte stage is found. The ab houses the will of man and the spiritual vehicle of the law. The ma'at faculty, the fourth netter. Only a tiny majority of men have attained to this level throughout the history of mankind. Much of the moral behavior seen in the world has been learned from the outside as opposed to intuition and is adhered to because of the presence of the law enforcers. Expanding the consciousness of the initiate to embrace this part of the spirit is the first stage of the initiation program. The Ba is the division of the spirit that houses the divine faculties that enable man to share in God's wisdom and spiritual power. It is also the residence of spiritual vehicle or counterpart of man's self-conscience. Man's self is an immaterial entity that is pure consciousness and will. In other words, it is the opposite of this spirit, which is energy and matter. Given that the self, consciousness, is immaterial, it cannot store information which is modified matter. The key information regarding self is stored in a spiritual vehicle that has come to be known as conscience. Conscience is not well understood. It is the spiritual vehicle that forms man about, informs man about the fundamental rights and wrongs in life. It is from conscious that the spiritual vehicle of the self, that is, the place where the self comes to reside in at the accumulation of the realization of divinity, that man first receives her basic moral teachings. It is the teacher of righteousness within man's being. In the literature of Kemet, this vehicle, the spirit of Alsar, is killed by Set, the human self-image, with its mountain of organized, ignorant sayings, 
human education, human customs and traditions, etc. Why do some people become comfortable with killing their girl children in preference for boys? Why do people become comfortable with a lifestyle of comfort and opulence at the expense of impoverished people and other parts of the world? This is the spirit of Ausar that the Ausarian religion and in initiation aimed at resurrecting. The laws that are used to build the divine self-image Ausar in the mind of the initiate doubles in function as a constitution. The initiate chooses to abide by the laws of God while conscious uses the laws as the means of judging the initiate. The covenant is entered. To understand the power of this process, we must pay very close attention to the fact that the conscious refutes the common belief that all that occurs in the mind is subjective of yourself's doing. When you plan to do wrong or do it, and your conscious comments on your action, it is clearly an involuntary or not self-reflex. An act of conscience is more is no more voluntary than your heartbeats or the digestion of your food. It is the objective within the subjectivity of the mind. And once it has been armed with ma'at, the 11 laws of God, it becomes now the divine judge in your being. It is an objective voice that will constantly remind you of your compliance with the law and will decree you as a devil or proclaim the realization of your divinity. Few are they that have thought of the necessity to have an objective means of knowing when and if you have become a divine being. It is not something that you can or should proclaim yourself. You say that man is evolving. Good. Is there a way of knowing what the final product will look like and of knowing when it is done? In the preceding chapter, it is said that the 11 laws were in reality 11 integral parts of one law, a circle, a whole. Living in harmony with all of them represents completion of the work of the initiation of, of evolution. But you must have an objective source within you to make that pronouncement. You cannot do it and neither can anyone else. In time, you will know that when men call conscience without understanding what it is and have killed in the residence of the supreme being's consciousness within them. At first, it teaches informally with a gentle and subtle voice. And later, after the initiate has entered into a covenant with it, it becomes the witness and the judge. Without the 11 laws, conscience is the feeble voice of God. The evolutionary forces in the spirit. Whether man is still evolving or not is a moot point in all areas of scholarly thinking. Another mute area concerns the role of angels in the daily life of people. As far as theologists go, they are nothing more than messengers from God that have become unemployed for the past 2,000 years. Very little of any significance has been said about them in the Western literature. We have already seen that the archangelic order of angels is associated to the personality concept of psychology. We have also noted that they are responsible for a person's type of behavior 
inclinations and the type of worldly affairs that the person will be involved with. The 11 archangels or Neturu of the Pout tree of life play the most important role in man's evolution. Each one is the source of a powerful desire that no man can ignore and that can only be fulfilled through the divine law that is also stored in the respective nature. People first respond to satisfy the desire through a variety of human means that end in failure. Through a trial and error, mankind eventually arrives in the realization that the desires can only be satisfied through divine laws. For example, man first attempts to satisfy an ever-present desire for inner peace through earthly human ways, avoiding and running away from situations, destroying the people that are believed to be the source of the problem, escapism, and so on, all of which must end in failure. Eventually, there comes the understanding that peace as it is with all emotions and desires are the effects of how man thinks about her self-image and that only the self-image that is built upon the 11 laws of the spirit can satisfy the 11 desires of the spirit. The life force in man finds one of its main expressions in 11 desires. How we fulfill these desires is one of the most important things in life. Happiness, the successful fulfillment of goals, mental functions and physical well-being depend on it. Let's take a brief introductory look at the manifestations of the fundamental 11 desires in a healthy person. They will be presented in the hierarchical order of the 11 naturu of the tree of life. 0. Amen. Every healthy person has a desire and need for inner peace, freedom from stress, anxiety, guilt, grief, worry, fear, etc. Giving us expression to any of the preceding emotions is obviously a negation of inner peace. In the preceding part of this chapter, I discuss the three levels of consciousness that correspond to the three types of men. We will later see how and why the majority of these people, of the people in the world, err in the means of adopted to achieve inner peace. The spiritual techniques that the sages of Kemet developed a properly fulfilled this desire were framed in the law of Amen, Aman, Amun, and Amen-Ra. It corresponds to the number zero on the tree of life. One, Ausar. All healthy people have a desire and need to be in unity with others and their environment. It is the ultimate way to absolute counter the insecurity that is bred by enmity and the conviction that nature is intrinsically hostile to man, a view that can be easily nurtured by the host of natural disasters, storms, earthquakes, etc. Because most people are incapable of understanding how and why they can be one with low-life individuals who have the worst of murderous intentions towards them they agree only in principle with the wise admonition to turn the other cheek. Because of the general failure in the world on the part of the spiritual and religious leaders on behalf of mankind, most people fail in their ability to live in unity even within their most intimate circle. 
with their children, their spouses, etc. The means and truth for achieving oneness with all were framed in the laws of Ausar. It corresponds to the first nature of the tree. 2. Tehuti Every healthy person has a desire and need for infallible guidance and certainty regarding undertakings. In other words, to know truth, to possess knowledge, and to know that choices are made, choices made are the right ones. Am I marrying the right person? Have I chosen the right career, business, investments, etc.? Not knowing and not knowing how to know is a major source of anxiety, which is injurious to the life force. The means of proper fulfilling this need was framed in the law of Tahuti. It corresponds to the second nature of the tree. 3. Seker. All healthy people have a desire and need for empowerment. We all need to feel that we are able to achieve our objectives in life. The means of properly fulfilling this need was framed in the law of Seker. It corresponds to the third nature of the tree. 4. Ma'at. All healthy people have a desire and need for order in life. This means of properly fulfilling this need was framed in the law of Ma'at. It corresponds to the fourth tourney of the tree. 5. Herukahuti. All healthy people have a desire and need for justice and protection. The means of properly fulfilling this need was framed in the law of Hekaruti. It corresponds to the fifth nature of the tree. 6. Heru. All healthy people have a desire and need for freedom and self-reliance. The means of properly fulfilling this need was framed in the law of Heru. It corresponds to the sixth nature of the tree. 7. Het Heru. All healthy people have a desire and need for pleasure and creativity. Problem solution. The means of properly fulfilling this need was framed in the law of Het Heru. It corresponds to the seventh nature of the tree. 8. Sebek. All healthy people have a, de- have a desire and need for proceedings to guide and expedite the fulfillment of goals. The means of properly fulfilling this need was framed in the law of Sebek. It corresponds to the eighth nature of the tree. 9. Auset. All healthy people have a desire and need to transcend undesirable, dysfunctional, and unnecessary conditions to learn and to unlearn. The means of properly fulfilling this need was framed in the law of Auset. It corresponds to the ninth nature of the tree. 10. Jeb. All healthy people have a desire and need for proof of the worth of their endeavors, beliefs, etc., The means of properly fulfilling this need was framed in the law of Jeb. It corresponds to the 10th sphere of the tree. It is important to note that the cited desires or needs belong to healthy adults. Adults who fail to manifest any one of these needs are lacking in health, not from a medical perspective, but from a deficiency in the life force and the mind. As we go through this book, we will see that most people seek to fulfill these fundamental desires incorrectly. The erroneous approach to satisfying these needs are the major causes of the problems in the world. Replacing the thoughts and therefore the self-image 
that generate the responses to these desires with the 11 laws as embodied by the divine self-image, Ausar, is the goal of initiation. And here ends the reading of chapter 2.